It's the weekend, so relax and listen to some stories the whole family can enjoy. That's right, it's the Saturday Story Circle, here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Chapter 33 The sky above was blood-red with the first fires of sunset when Rashan awoke. The soldiers were gone at last, driven far down the mountain paths in fear and confusion. Their memories of the terrors they had faced in the high valley were garbled, and would fade into fitful nightmares. But not before the legends had spread to the villages below. The tales of the angry spirits atop the mountains would keep the narrow pass free from intruders for a time, though for how long not even the master could say. Rashan walked slowly amongst the bodies of the fallen soldiers, their blood now black upon the rocks of the path that led into the valley. He walked in silence for a time, his face betraying nothing of his thoughts. Stood alone on the high rock wall where he took his exercises. Motionless, the young man in the mask watched and said nothing. Rashan's elder student waited smugly as if expecting congratulations. Rashan did not hurry but walked up to him slowly and held his eye firmly, but with sadness. "'I have taught you nothing,' he said quietly. One started as if he'd been slapped. "'But, Master—' "'No,' Rashan said firmly. "'No. "'There is nothing that can excuse this slaughter.' One's jaw set firmly, his cheeks flushed with anger. "'I did what I had to do to defend this place, to defend you.' "'Liar!' the master's voice boomed. "'You did what you did for your own pleasure and vanity. "'You reek of self-satisfaction!' "'The student's eyes were wide with disbelief. "'You taught me. "'You gave me the power to control the minds of men. "'Yes!' Russian said with contempt. "'I put a dangerous weapon into the hands of a cruel and spiteful child. "'I am a fool. "'But we were talking about you.' "'I am no longer a child, and you cannot speak to me that way,' one said, drawing himself to his full height, and then seemingly still higher. Shadows lapped around his ankles like a shallow pool that might engulf him entirely. From his high perch, Fenwick watched and said nothing. "'Get out of my sight,' Russian said quietly. His student paused and then began to move away quickly. "'No,' the master called. "'I do not mean for you to go away and sulk as you so often have when I have upbraided you.' Waiting will I forget to be angry, all the while learning nothing. One paused, as if uncertain what to do. I mean for you to get out of my sight forever, Russian said in a quiet fury. Leave this place and never return. There was a moment of stunned silence. Master, the young man said at last. Never call me that again, the old man said sadly. You are no student of mine. You are a monster, and I have created you. That is to my shame, but I will bear responsibility for you no longer. The younger man seethed in anger. You are jealous, he hissed, jealous of my power. You hide yourself with tricks like a coward. I fight like a soldier. Russian shook his head. You steal like a thief and you boast like a child. I am a true master of the mind, the younger man howled. I bent them to my will and broke them as I saw fit. They are lesser things, toys to me. If I had wanted them destroyed, Russian said with a cold stare, do you not think I could have done it myself? 
the soldiers, the men in the villages below, all the armies of man, even you, my young braggart soldier, I could make you my slave or break you like a toy. That is not strength. The strength is in choosing not to, in choosing to protect life, the deserving and the undeserving alike. The old man's voice was cold and hard. Like him, the young man said, his arm sweeping to point at August Fenwick where he stood, the lengths of silk still sweeping behind him in the cold wind, like some ridiculous rich man's son playing games. The men he chased away could have come back, could have destroyed us all. Those men were terrified, Rashan said. They will tell their tales, seasoning them with lies as men do. They will forget as the images fade from their minds, but not before they have sowed the seeds that will spread the legends of this place a hundred miles in every direction. Your foes are merely dead. Bravo to the man in the mask, the young man spat. Is this dilettante your new pet? He will leave you soon, and then where will you be? Here, Rashan said quietly, where I have always been, where I must always be. There are other teachers, the young man said in a fury, other arts of the mind. You cannot stop me by casting me out. Rashan seemed to consider. Then perhaps I should destroy you now, he said coldly. Why should the whole world pay for my vanity? And I will make them pay, the young man hissed. I will not rest until I do. Rashan smiled. You are weak, he said, shaking his head. Even now you would provoke me into killing you. You would rather die proving that I am no better than you than live with the struggle between power and compassion. The young man stood in silence a moment, his hand shaking in rage. The old man spoke again. There are other masters, young fool. There are other powers to seek. The road is hard and uncertain, but it is shrouded in darkness. You will become a creature of that darkness if you walk that road. Don't frighten me too much, he said, pushing past Russian into the kuti. A moment later he returned, wrapped for his journey through the mountain pass, carrying his few belongings on his back. As he passed Rashan, he hissed, I will be back for you, old man. Rashan nodded, yes. We will see who truly is the master of the mind. Perhaps one day. The angry young man turned to face Fenwick where he stood, a silent observer. I will be back for you too, masked man, he called, his voice raw with anger. I will find you. No length of silk can hide you from my eyes. Fenwick said nothing, but watched his fellow student disappear over the pass. He climbed down the hill and helped his master begin the long task of burying the dead in the rocky ground.